pages. Now I was going to I was going to give a schmooze. It's an idea that I had. But then, late last night I was looking over this mimer from Rav Kluger. I understand the safer just came out. I have some pages that the cover gave me last year. And I was looking at, I was looking at this mimer, and I had a very big cheshek just to do this with you. Very simple. Just to, just to prepare for Yontif with you. You're already preparing with Rabbi Baruch Hashem. That's some good stuff. Just to learn with you in a very, very simple way. This mind from a Pluga. I believe that such an important yesod in this mind that not only not only Will it help us to prepare for a yontif, a perm? But bechlal, learning Torah and how we learn Torah and how we see ourselves. There's an expression among Jews that not every day of the year is perm. Not every day is perm. We don't see such a thing when it comes to Hanukkah, not every day is Hanukkah, not every day is Pesach. So there's an expression among Jews that not every day is perm. It means the taki is perm every day. Just you have to be careful. You have to be careful. It means not every day is drinking like Purim. But the tachlis of Purim is that it should be every day. When I when I when I was learning this, I was I remembered something that I heard from Alpam around thirty years ago. The Rashi of Tarvadas, who was a big Saudi. And I was at that time teaching in high school, teaching 12th grade boys. And, and there was a meeting of, uh, of Pam wanted to speak to rebellion from all over. There was a meeting in, in Flappish, we all went to Tarvadas, all different, from different yeshivas, rebellion. And Rav Pam was talking to us. And one of the things that I remember him saying was he asked us what is the most significant what is the most significant word that a boy can ever hope to hear when he's sitting in a classroom with his rabbi? What's the most significant important word that a boy can ever ever hope to hear? So, you know, different people were raising their hands and saying this and saying that. You know, somebody, of course, called out recess. That's the most significant word that any boy, or no school tomorrow, something like that. But Rav Pam said the most important word that every single child is longing to hear is his name. That's what Rav Pam said. Now, he wasn't talking about getting called on to read the Gemara. When I was growing up, I only had one Rebbe that called us by our name. The rest of them just called either by the last name, that was already when he was in a good mood. The last name we would just say you. Calling by the first name means that, that there's a connection. It's a certain way of recognizing the importance of the other and, and seeing that you have a place in that person's life. Full of Hashem calls to us, He speaks to us by our name. The name is important. And I remember of Pam said that, that a child is waiting to hear His name. Yanko, Moishi, Avram, whatever it is. That connection. And Rav Pam spoke to us about how it's so important for us to make that connection as we're begging with the, with the children, with the kids. I mean, I was teaching high school, but with the boys to make that connection. Really, that's what this Torah is about. 
even though he doesn't discuss that, you'll see what I mean in a few minutes. Let's begin. It's almost Purim. Everybody wants to get ready. Sure, all of you know, you learned this many times, this is a very big Yisodin of Yisodin, all this form, that by Yom Ha'imbezmanazah means that if we're, if we prepare, that all of the iris, all of the kaiches, all that was then back in Shushan Adira, we could draw into our lives now. We could draw that or of the nais of by Yom Ha'im, that it should be Bezmanazah. We do call her Muslim Shirombus from Akadosh Mother's Kach Shamagili Nitzkis. And there are many Ramazim we find that more so when it comes to the Megillah than any other Sefer, maybe with the exception of Telem, we'll see in a few minutes. But but we find that with Megillah, there are many, many Ramazim about the Nitzchias of the Megillah. About how the Megillah speaks to each and every one of us. How the Megillah is current. It's not something old, it's current. That's a famous verse from the Balshamta of himself. But the Gemara says that if you read the Megillah backwards or out, out of order, the Mafreya, if you read it the Mafreya, not from Vahiv Mechashverish and forward, but you read it the other way, Lo Yotzi, you're not Yotzi. The Balshamta taught that the Mafreya means that if you read the Megillah and you look at it as something which is just from before, it's just an ancient document that tells a story that once was once upon a time Lamafreya, something that happened Lo Yatsa it means you didn't really read the Megillah you weren't Yatsa we don't find such a statement when it comes to other other Svar Ubechol Dor Vador Advarim Nizkar Venasim it says Beferish and Megillah and Ubechol Dor Vador Mishpach Mishpach and so on it says Nizkar Venasim Nizkarim that we remember Venasim and it happens again. That it says by Chanukah that the following year they established it by Halvaydor because of Lavarish Kevan Shirosh Achrish Akvar Shavar Shonam Yehaneis Shahashpos Vahayharus Shahib is about a nice chayzim is galim. By Chanukah Purim we see this. Remember that these are the young Tayyum that Amyasa revealed. It's from the world of Tarish So we find that when it comes to Chanukah and Purim, there was Lashona Acheres. Chanukah, it's the Befeirish, the Gemara says, that they waited a year to see whether or not, the Tzaddikim waited a year to see whether or not the Ur of that, of that Nase of Chanukah, whether it came back into the world. So, of course, so there are many Nisim that Amyasa had over the years. There are many, many Nisim we had over the years. The Tzaddikim, the Tzaddikim have that sensitivity and the Ruch HaKadosh to see whether this was a Yantiv that's Ledaris or is it a Yantiv that was a local miracle for that time to help those people but it's not something that necessarily enters back into the world on that day in the future. The Chacham could feel that. That's why it says Lashon HaAcheres the following year, they established it as a yontif. Because they saw that the Hashpoz Naharosh, Ahib Azman Hanais, Chayz Vimizgal, they saw it come back. Hivinu Shenezer, who Nais Nitzchi. So they understood that the Nais is Nais Nitzchi, it's a Nitzchi, it's, it's forever. Val Kain, Kovim Rak Lashan HaAcheres. It's a famous story from the Chayzer. Now, the Sashol from Bells sort of snuck into the Besamedris, the story goes. By the Chayzer in Lublin, they didn't know who this young man was yet. They didn't know who the Sashol was. He was a visitor, they didn't know who he was. Of course, you can't hide things from the Chayzer in Lublin. That's why he was called the Chayzim Lublin. He saw. So when he came in, people didn't even know who he was. He was a young, he was a young man, and you could be certain that in Lublin there was a regular Balkari. Well, Chalzos, 
the Chayzim Lublin pointed to the Sar Shalom from Bells and said that he, he should read the Megillah. That must be a pretty scary thing to just on the spot to be told to read the Megillah. Stam is scary. You know, the Chayzim Lublin tells you it's terrifying. But the Sar Shalom from Bells got up and he laid the Megillah. He laid the Megillah. And after he read the Megillah, Omar, the Chayzim Lublin said, I heard this story many times. The story of Purim. I heard it many times. But the way that it, the, the way that it was read by this young man, I never heard such a mice. I never heard the story told the way that he told it. Now, you can be sure the other chevra in the shul didn't, didn't hear anything except the regular Chris Megillah. We wouldn't have heard anything other than a regular Kriyas and Megillah. It could be that there were even some mistakes in the trap. He wasn't prepared. I don't know. But the Chayzer said, I heard this story so many times, but I never heard it told the way that he just told it. Obviously, there are very deep secrets in what the Chayzer was saying. Only those who are truly God-fearing can understand these secrets. But Rav Kluge says, B'pashtus, the explanation is as follows. That when the Chayza was listening to the Sar Shalom laying the Megillah, you know what he heard? He heard his own life. He heard the story of his life. He heard his own name. He heard the story of his life. He didn't hear a story of what happened in Shushan Abira many, many, many years ago. He heard the story of what his life was about this moment, of what was happening at this moment in his life, what was happening to the Jewish people at this moment, what's happening in the world at this moment. That's what he heard, that the Sashal from Bells was able by laying, the way that he laid, he was able to draw out the oyers of the Megillah and legalize his oyers in the present time. But the Chayza was able to pick up on this. The Chayza heard this. Every word, every word that when the, when the Sashalm was laying the Megillah, it was a word that was now. It was relevant, it was vital, it was current it was me and you, it was our names, it was our lives it's not a Maisi Shahaya it's not a Maisi Shahaya it's about us and of Kluge says the truth is that we see also something extraordinary here what the Gemara says over there in Megillah that Esther Malka she herself asked. Esther Malkia asked. She requested. That Esther Malkia asked that she should be written for all future generations. Meaning that this story of Purim should be something that's written for, for all generations. It's not, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's also about me. But it's also about you. It's about everybody. It's for every generation that will ever be. It's for every Jew that will ever be. Esther Malkus asked, Kisvuni Ladiris. Esther Malkia Bikshashamagilatya Kairaladiris. Kigaris Lufna Yisrael Barakhagal. It's interesting that Megillah Esther is called in the Megillah itself Igaris Hapurim, right? What's Nigaris? Nigaris is a letter. It's not a stamma letter, it's an important letter. Purim is a, is a love letter to Am Yisrael and Golis. When you think that the one that, that loves you and the one that you love has forgotten you and has disappeared from your life and you feel that the relationship has somehow ended and you suddenly get you suddenly get a love letter. It's called Igeris Hapur. It's called an Igeris. Also, we don't find that any other of the Svarim and Tanakh are called an Igeris. A letter. A letter is something which contains nudes. Something which is something which just happened. That's what a letter is. Something which just happened. It's happening. It's bringing the other one up to date. That's Nigeris. 
That each and every each and every year when we when we open up Megillah Esther, when we unroll the Megillah, we're unrolling a letter that was sent to to each and every one of us individually. Chaim Moshe Ben Peru. Tavshin Ayin Zayin, Purim Tavshin Ayin Zayin. Your life, who you are, what you're struggling with, what you're proud of, what you're embarrassed of, what you need to work on. Every single thing is in this letter. It's a personal letter. It's a personal letter. That, that was that's delivered by Hashem as Baruch to each and every one of us. It's a love letter. In which Hashem tells us about His love for each and every one of us. In the darkest, darkest Golas, when you, when you thought that I forgot about you, you get all of a sudden you get a letter. Now you don't know anymore about letters. You, know, you see them around sometimes. If you've seen such a thing. You know what I'm talking about, right? comes in an envelope and has a stamp on it. Not mostly you've seen as junk mail. Because everything else now is email. But there was such a thing that a person would put his heart onto a piece of paper and send it to somebody that he loves. And it would be inscribed in ink and blood, in the blood of the Tamsis Alev of the heart. Feelings and emotions that can never be on a on a computer screen. Can never be on, on a computer screen. A computer screen is cold, it doesn't have any life person's hand holds a pen and it's an extension of the heart that's called an Igeris it's called an Igeris a love letter for a person, for the person in Golis and the love letter is filled with encouragement to help us manage to continue to continue to go on despite the Hastar and the Halama, the terrible concealment Despite the distance, the feeling of distance. The miracle that happened by Purim. Turn the page. Now we know that this really applies to all of Torah. Even the Torah is not called an Igeris, but it says, that I'm giving this to you today. And Chazal say, Rashi brings down, It shouldn't be like an old, like an old uh, letter, an old document that a person that a person doesn't treasure, he doesn't save. It should be like something new. A, a letter that that's just came from the one that you love. And everybody wants to hear what's going on, what happened, what's new. That's how that's how we should learn Chumash. That's how the Tzaddikim learn Chumash. I once mentioned to one of the Chavis here that my father, Zalgazun told me that there wasn't a night when he was a child that when he went to sleep that he didn't fall asleep to hearing his mother, Allah Shalom. He did not hearing his mother saying Tehillim, and then on Thursday night she would begin to say Tzanarana. Do any of you know what, what there is such a thing, Tzanarana? Tzanarana was a Yiddish compilation of Psukim and Medrash and Tvila that the Jewish women in Europe would say. They would appear for Shabbos, Tzanarana. Tzanarana, but no Tzanarana. It was called Tzanarana. Nowadays, the girls go to fancy seminars, seminaries, and their parents pay, you know, a quarter of a million dollars for them to go. <laughs> but they, you can't get them to read it, Sanarana. It's not going to work. All the seminaries, you can't bring back Sanarana. I think art school translated many years ago, and they sold like four copies or something. <laughs> they tried. It's nice. They tried. They translated Sanarana to, to English to make that. But my, my father said that he would be, when he was a little boy, he'd be going to sleep and would hear his mother from the next room. And, like a dining room, he would hear his mother singing. The women used to sing the Tzanarana to a certain nigger. That a nigger. And he remembers that that she would sing the Tzanarana like when his Pasha's B'Shalach. 
she would start to get excited and she would start to call out in Yiddish and in Hungarian she would start to say ah Paro you thought you were going to win <laughs> she would start to see you see what happens when you start up with the Jews and she would say Hashem drowns you and so shall Hashem drown all of her enemies she would say things like this as my father fell asleep too not the sound of parents arguing you understand not the sound of the television from the next room not the sound of bullets shooting on the on the show my father would fall asleep to ah Paro you see you see what Hashem did it was a Lebedeke time my father said it was everything was alive everything was alive she was my father she would walk around the room and sing it with a niggin by herself two in the morning sound around it's hard for us to imagine such a thing because she didn't see the Torah as, as something which was old she saw it when it came to Pasha's B'Shalach and every Pasha she opened up and ah Hashem is Baruch right now is telling us this week not that it's an Altamaisa and that comes alive when you learn this from you see this from the Talmud Hashem that Mamish in the minute they were in that's that's what the Chayza heard in the laning in the Megillah laning of the of the Sashon from Bells. It's not only Megillah, there's something unique about the Megillah and Tehillim. But it's it's all of Torah. That's it. That's why it says, I'm telling this to you today. If we would hear the mitzvah of Tehillim that way, then our Hanachas Tehillim today would be a different Hanachas Tehillim. It would be a, a different Hanachas Tehillim. I was talking to a, a, a Bacher on, on uh, Arab Shabbos who, was, who went to Yeshiva, a very good Yeshiva, and he's not keeping mitzvahs anymore. And he, he believes in Hashem, and he's he's working a little bit his way back he davens every day but he talks to Hashem in his own words so he said to me on Erev Shabbos he said Rabbi you know even if even if I, he says I have a problem with Allah and, and, and even if I would try you know to get back into that but I don't know how I could go the next day like every day to say the same words from the Siddha I, I can't bring myself to say the same words from the Siddha every day I just, you know, I did that. I did that for like 18 years. I can't do that. So I was talking to him about this. I said, you're right. I also can't bring myself to do that. So I tried to make sure that every day I say different words. So he looked at him like I was crazy. He said, you don't have him, you don't use the sitter? I said, no, I, I use the sitter. Of course, there's also this body, but I use the sitter, but I try that every day. I'm, I'm, I fail often, but I try that every day. It should be like new words. It's hard. It's not voted. To open up a letter and to see and to feel that you're just getting it straight from Hashem's book, straight from David Amalek, straight from Aisha Rabbeinah. To hear Aisha when saying, Vichuli Truma. To hear Aisha when say those words. Ukein Masha Kosu Besom Kadoshim Beshem Magim Bemezrish, Shalkein Hoyakuvim Maurim, Zeb Zebishasachor. I'm sure that you all know this is a famous Torah. It's brought down from the Mizucha Magid. Bnei Sosa brings it in a number of places, and others from bring it. That the time of the Chorban, the Kruvim, instead of turning away from each other, they were hugging each other, right? The Murims, that's a strange thing. In general, the Hanhaga was that when we were not behaving properly, the Kruvim, which is a Bechin of Zoch in the cave, a male and female, which is Kuchabich and Knesset Israel, that the Kruvim would turn away from each other. They couldn't look at each other. Like a husband and wife that had an argument, they couldn't look at each other. So the Mizrachi Magadir. So why was it Davke at the time of the Chorban? Not only were they looking at each other, but at the time of the Chorban, they were more and they were like hugging each other. The Kruvim, it was a nice, and they were hugging each other. You would think that this is the low point of our lives, the worst time. Chorban, we're being, we're getting, we're, being, we're getting clapped by Hashem Mamish. So you would think that the Kruvim would be not just turning away; you think they'd be running away from each other. Nachan. That's what you would think. It's a famous story from Mr. Shemagi. We explain this. Between a husband and wife, in that relationship between a husband and wife, that, that when the husband is going away, he's leaving, and it's the time of the month that they're permitted to each other, there's a special mitzvah that they're to be together the, the night before he goes on his journey on his trip. Dain. That 
demonstration of love, that chibur, means that even though I'm going away from you, I'm never leaving you. You understand? It's a shmirah. To hold them together, even though right now, you're not going to see me. Right now I have to go on a business trip, I'm going to be away. But we can't forget each other. And therefore, the night before he leaves, they're together in the deepest way. Chayvad Lufkad is the Ishtai. Because that, that being together means that even when we're not together, over the course of my being away, I'm never, ever, ever leaving you. We're still together. Tashmir. So what is it that what is it that holds us by golas? So it's an amazing thing. Mr. Shemagit says that when, when it was the beginning of golas, that horrible time of the Khurban, the Kruvim were holding each other, which remember is a male and female. The Kruvim were holding each other in a, in a way of intimacy. They were Ma'urim. There's a lotion of Ma'ur, a lotion of intimacy. They were holding each other in a very intimate way. Because Hashem was saying, I'm, I'm going away now for a while. You're not going to see anymore what you saw. It's going to be a long gullet, it's going to be hard. And there's a din of Chayvad Lufkad Azishtal that before, before gullet begins, there needs to be this last hug, this final embrace, before gullet begins. That we shouldn't forget the one who loves us, that we shouldn't forget that night that we had together, so to speak. Therefore, the Kruvim were Ma'urim Davket, at the time of the most horrible Yerida, the Kruvim were They were embracing each other in a way of intimacy. And so it is with, with, with the Geras HaPurim, with what we're learning now. Chazal say that Esther is the end of Nisim. Of course, it doesn't mean there will never be Nisim, but it means many miracles after. After, um, after Esther, Mechanic is after. There are many Nisim afterwards. Our answer is that the miracle of Purim is the last one that's going to be written in a Sefer. It's going to be part of Tanakh. Meaning, written, Kisvun Ladaris means is the last one that even after it's written, its light, its ashpa, its embrace will continue to be felt for all the future years when it comes to Purim. That's what it means. It means it's written, Kisvun Ladaris. And it's Ladaris. Chazal said that there were many Nevi'im that we had. Many, many, many. Twice the amount of Jews that left Mitzrayim. That's how many Nevi'im we had. At, at the time of the first base of Mikdash, every single Jew had a brother or a first cousin or somebody, an uncle that was a Navi. Every single Jew had it. The same way that now everybody has a cousin that's, that's like, a, you know, like a dopey guy. In the time of the base of Mikdash, everybody had a cousin that was a Navi. Every, every single body there were Nevi'im all over the place Mamash, all over the place there were Nevi'im so how come how come we only have 24 books of Tanakh so the Gemara says this is in the Gemara Megillah only in Nevu'a that is needed by all future generations and boy do we need the Megillah Sestim only that which is needed in every generation was written, because that writing means it, it, it means that it's sent every year out. It's sent again as a letter, special delivery, the so and so. At this time of your life, I'm calling your name. I'm sending you a letter that has your name on it. I remember forty years ago. No. 38 years ago I, I gave like the first public shir that I ever gave I was 20 years old 21 years old I once spoke in shul and I had Bochum talk in shul but outside of my shul I sometimes I, I said that I in shul but outside of shul the first talk that I gave in public was in Washington Square Park you ever hear that place? it still exists I haven't been there since then 
Yeah. I'm sure it still exists. I remember there's a place that, that there were very strange people there. I'm sure they thought I was the strangest in the whole place. And I remember when I was there that I saw a person throwing a frisbee and a dog jumping up and catching it, which I never saw such a thing. I made a ration on me. That there was a dog that was playing frisbee. And over there I gave a shear on the Indian of Kashrus. Now, I was supposed to give it to the Jewish students, un- the Jewish student union over there of NYU. And uh, in the end, it was a, uh, in the end, they didn't let us into the room that we were supposed to be having it in, in the building. Somewhere by Hillel, I don't know. We weren't allowed in. It was a class. So it was a beautiful day we went out to the park. So I, I, I was just giving this year and I prepared for such a long time. It's a hard subject to talk about cashews, you know, because we don't really know why we do it. So I was very nervous, very excited. But, you know, I remember, and it was a crazy thing, because then I started giving it. It was only like there were a few Jewish students. But then by the time I was giving it, finished, there were around 300 people standing around because it's in the park. And everybody was coming there, all Jews and Lahav and Jews, just to hear what is this guy talking about. That was the first time it was in Washington Square Park. It's been downhill ever since. But that was the, that was the beginning. And I remember, I'm telling you this, I'm a little bit embarrassed, but it's just the guys. But I remember that the student union of NYU, they put up a, pay, a paper, they put up a paper in the wall of the, of the school when I walked up the stairs. They said, Rabbi Moshe Weinberger will be speaking on the subject of cashless and room sellers. And when I came in, there were a few of them on the desk, on the table. And I took one I put in my pocket. And when I came home, I wasn't married yet, so it was, I must have been just 21. I was still a bach. But I remember when I came home, I didn't show it to anybody. But I, I, but I had it over like 10 times. You know. Rabbi Moshe Weinberger, first of all, saying a shia, I felt like this was like a big moment in my life. You know. It was important to me. It's a little bit silly, but I, I didn't tell anybody. I don't think I ever told this to anybody, actually. You're the first ones to hear this. But I remember looking at it, and uh, it meant a lot to me that you know you see your name and 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 for the first time it's a chash of a thing and that's just on some silly notice that means nothing and the vua that's nitzvah ladaris and estomach says kisvun ladaris there are many many neviyam and they said Nevi'ahs, but they weren't able to send letters out with your name on it. They didn't send this. We learn, we, we learn the only what we have in Tanakh. We don't know, we don't know anything about these, these Nevi'ahs. They weren't personal, whatever that means. That's a big sugya to understand what that is in, in, in halacha. It's the Barmanel, it's an important radak, there's a lot of places where it talks about that. But Hutzuch means I need this. I need to hear from you. And Megillah says to, and the Nevius that we have is, is that is responding to that need that, that we have to hear from you, Hashem. I need to hear from you. Esther Malkim v'Kesher sheyichtu b'neizeh. Da'ani sheyilei hemshech v'kim. They shave a hemshech and a kiyum. Sheyamel adaris la'ira kolos man hagolos. That this letter would be able to be opened up again and again and again by every Jew all of the years of Golas. That through this we'll be able to have Chizik and Necham through all the years of Golas. It's Gabrus for Halom and story, and there's so much concealment. Esther Malkim of Akashis Kisun Ladaris. Esther Malkim asks, Kisun Ladaris, write me for all future generations. Dan Shukal Echad Vechad Yilmad Mehamagila. That when each and every one of us reads the Megillah, we hear the Megillah, and we learn the Megillah, even now we're learning the Megillah to get ready for Purim. Each one of us should be able and must try to hear his own story. Now you have to have very strong imagination. It helps to learn the Svarmakadoshim because it brings it very much down. The Svarmakadoshim brings it very much down into our lives. He writes a Shahodam Yikris and Megillah al Atzma. Esther Malka wanted Kisvun Ladaris. She wanted us to read the Megillah in this way. Don't just, don't read it about me. Esther means how you feel when Hashem is Nister for me. 
how you feel the way that I felt that I ended up in the palace of Ahasuerus. Kaili, Kaili, Lama Zaftani. I know you feel that way. And don't be ashamed. I'm writing this for you. And Hashem is speaking to you through me, through over all the generations, to hear this. Not a Maisa Shahoyu. It's a Maisa that's happening right now. On a Friday night, somebody told me a beautiful thing. Lel Shabbos. There was a group of girls. There was a Shabbaton in, 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 in Woodmere, in Eshkardish, of girls who came from, from very, very from homes that they were badly, badly orthodox. Mamish. Having a hard time. And um, there's, this, there's this chabura for them. So there were like 20 of these girls came. And... Um, and I, I went Friday night to speak to them, where they were staying. And there was right in this poll, I was, I'm still thinking about it. You see these girls, like they smoke on Shabbos, nose rings, things, all kinds of stuff. And and um, they, they were very, very tuned in. They were listening. They were, they were really there. And I was walking back. I live around the corner from the house that I was in. And one of the and one of the rebellion was walking me home. And and uh, he told me a beautiful thing. He said that they were these girls have to show like they're very not into things, you know, like they don't care. That's the thing, they don't care. They want to make sure that you feel that they don't care. And that nothing that you say in, in anything about Yiddishkeit reaches us. That's the that's the, uh, the zone they're in, you understand? So, so he said that in class, he had this kabura, whatever, the day before with, with, with these girls, and they were talking, they were talking about Yitzhak and Shrine. And it was about, it was about uh, Kriyas Yamsuf and Shiras Miriam. He was trying to talk to them about Shiras Miriam. And one of the girls asked the question. He didn't tell me the question, but he asked. She asked the question. She said, "When we were when we were there with Miriam, we were crossing through the Yamsu with Miriam." And then she asked the question, and the Rebbe told me that he stopped her, and said to her, "Whatever her name is, Ilana, did you hear what you just said?" She said, "What did I say? I said something wrong." No. Repeat what you said. She said, "I'm just asking a question on on this on what you told us." No, but repeat what you said. So she said, I said that, that when we were crossing with Miriam, and then the Rebbe said, he was telling this to me, he told her, stop there. Listen to what you said. You didn't say when B'nai Yisrael crossed with Miriam. You didn't say when the Jews left Egypt. What did she say? When we left. And he said to her, this is what the Rebbe told me, I was very moved by this. He said to her, you see what kind of a rabbi teaches girls like this, right? He said to her, do you understand how you can't separate yourself from Amisa? How angry you are and how you can't look at anybody? You still say, when we left Mitzrayim, when we were slaves in Mitzrayim, when we left Mitzrayim, it's not something which is not you, it's you. When we sang together with Miriam's song, it's not something Amaisa Shahaya. It's Amaisa Shahaya. Because it's the story of your life. Miriam's song is not just about Miriam, it's the song of your life. Right now, the song, I mean, he didn't say this to me, but I'm just going with this. Right now, this girl's song is a little bit down. You know, it's like a low note. The song is a little bit not so happy. But Self Self, it's still She was Miriam. It's her song. When we were singing Sears Mary, she was Mary. We. It's a Maisha Shahaiva. Well, Kamisha Marbino Kaldish, Binin Amir is still like Rabbi Nachman says by Tillam, Sheikha Amir is Tillam, Loyma Kolm is Mary Tillam, Alatsma. Rabbi Nachman said that when you sang Tillam, and this is also something which a lot of people have a hard time saying Tillam. Rabbi Nachman said, Sheikha is when you sang Tillam, 
you should say it about yourself. With that daughter, Malach opened up for us. That each and every one of us, when we say to him, we should be able to say to him and see ourselves in every kapit, in the good times, the bad times. When things were going well, when he had his Muhammad's. That's what she was asking. Kiss Look in the Megillah and you'll see your life and everything that you're going through. And then the same way that in Shushan it looked like there was no God, and Hashem's name is not found in the Megillah, you will be able to find Hashem. You will be able to find Hashem in your life right now, even though you don't see His name. Even though it's hidden from you, the, the last page. Even though it's hidden from you. This is an unbelievable yesod in how you and I should learn Torah together. How we should learn Torah in our lives. There's a cold, empty, distant, historical way of learning Torah. There's a computer type of Torah. Where I, I've seen here, I'm not talking about looking up something on a computer, don't get nervous. You're taking notes, it's okay, it's a fast way to take notes. But I've seen people in the best matters that learn, I don't know if you saw this, I saw last Tuesday, there's a guy, one guy sits with a Gemara, and the other guy's sitting with a, with a computer, with a Gemara on the computer. You ever see? You saw this. He's not using a gemara. We have a person that's davening from a phone that is davening from a, a siddur. The phone doesn't have a neshama. It has. An, it has an Bahamas. It doesn't have a neshama. The computer doesn't have a neshama. Doesn't have a neshama. You don't kiss it when it falls down unless you're nuts. You don't stand up when it comes into the room. It doesn't have a neshama. It's not. It's not. It's not a safer. It's not a letter. And all of this, you know, is is not terishabal pelach and chilit. It's only eslas l'shem. It's supposed to be neshik and neshik and mamish kisses balpe to be spoken. How to learn Torah? How do you hear Torah? Do you receive it from a rabbi? Do you receive it from a machine? It's more than that. We're learning now that what you and I are going through in our lives, we shouldn't see our lives either as Maisius Balma. We're just like Ethanaka. So Sam says that when each one of us, when Mashiach will come, each one of us is going to be presented with a Megillah of our lives. It's not only Vahibi Mahashvarish. It's going to say Vahibi Mahit, our lives, and what we went through. It's going to be written, and it's not going to say Hashem's name there. But it will be shown from that Megillah that Hashem was with us every single second. Just like Megillah says it took 13 years, this story. And while it was happening, when you were in it, you didn't see God at all. That's the story of our lives. So that when you and I learn Torah, we realize that learning Torah is, first of all, our lives. And more than that, our life is Torah. My life, your life is Torah. It's going to be part of Megillah one day. It just hasn't been put into writing yet. Our, our lives. Was, once it happened that, it once happened that there was a, there was a Jew Nebuchadnezzar in, in Breslov that his, his uh, house burned down. His business, I don't know, burned down. And there were Jews were standing around, and the Yid, the owner of the of the house, he was walking there by the by the smoldering things and the ashes. He was going there looking for stuff. That he could salvage. And and there was a Jew that and Reb Nosson was coming there to, to help to be Machazik. And and this Jew began to speak to Reb Nosson and he said, Zachmanis, look at this person, he's like he lost his mind, he's going there looking in the ashes. So first Reb Nosson said to him, to go try to find something you could salvage in the ashes. That just summarizes all of look at the halachas, right? To look for something in the ashes of you to find something. And then this Jew said to this Jew said to Ibnasim that he was going through terrible, terrible difficulties. 
in his own life there were ashes. He couldn't. He was having difficulty with his with the Shalabai singing something. It was hard for him at home with his wife. So Nasa said to him, "No." He says, "Look, Yaakov Avinu with Rachel and I, it wasn't so pleasant either." And she said, "They were in Yonim in the house. It was hard." So the Zid said to Rav Nosson, he says, Rabbi, you're talking about Yaakov you know, and, uh, and Rachel and, and, and Leah. That, that, that's, that's something, you know, it's a different Madriga. Th- their lives are very, very important. So Rav Nosson said, your life is also important. Just like that. You know, your life is also tired. We think that it's just, you think that when Yaakov and Rachel were alive and, and Leah made have you think they said to each other, let's, do, let's say something really cool now because it's going to end up being in the Chumash? Like this is, let's say something really, really like dramatic. Because one day, they're going to be learning this. Like every kid in Chayit is going to be learning this. So, so Rocha like blasted out, Havli Banim, Maya Mesa, This is going to really throw everybody for a loop. I'm going to say this wild pasta, give me kids or else I'm going to die. And then the rest of the history people are going to say, wow, what a great, what a great line. You think Rocha was thinking that? I'm going to say something really great and it's going to be put into a chumash and then it's going to be printed like all over the place and even the guy are going to read it. She never thought that. She was just living. But her life was tired. The chiddush is that it's like that with all of our lives. It's a big chiddush. It's like it's Mycias. Everybody has to understand and to know. Shakal who tired. Everything is mamish tire. And to find or Hashem is broken everything and every single thing. That's what Esther Malki was asking for. That everything that our lives and everything that happens to us should be tire. Look at the next paragraph. Everything in his life. Shikisha Hakal Hashem to make it. What do you mean that our lives is tire? It means that if you look in your life. For Hashem is broken, everything that you do, that your life is tired. If everything in your life is, what does this mean now? In my cash with Hashem, what does this mean? Vis-a-vis, the tachlis of my life in the Bayre, that means that you're making tire out of your life. It means you're writing your Megillah. Tilim means that Nasa Sefer Tilim. I Sefer Tilim came Tyre and Tfilah. Tilim is Tyre and his Tfilah. And he brings to the more of a Shamish. Don't know how to show him. He must follow. Call in Yonim Shishikim Yisrael. Ad Bias Mishikhenu. Anything that a Jew could possibly need or go through, Don't know how to tell him. Till Mashiach comes, whatever you and I need. Allah Chaylim Shishrapu. Sick people getting better. Vim Shalayachlu. And there's good, healthy people not getting sick. Pandasa. Xavier's cautious to get rid of her. Lamadu, Mikoyach, Megillus, Esther, Mikoyach, Sever, Tillam, as a Kershish, Lula, Stakla, Kolma, Shoeverlov, Bistakla, Shotaira. The two Megillus, Esther, and Tillam, every one of us can think about this reality that we have the choice to live lives, that every single thing that happens to us is Mamish Tarsh, I call Chalik, Megillui, Kvoid, Machusius, Barkabi, that I should as well. My life is my struggle to be Megala, you in this world, to connect to you to have a shaykhist to you, to teach others about you, and then your whole life, everything you do is tired. Everything you do is mamish kisvun ladaris, kisvun ladaris. Well, Hashem Hazbog should help us. I'm sorry, I took it too, too long. Hashem Hazbog should help us. To be shibizaycha, to see ourselves written, to be able to be megala, that which is nista within ourselves, to reveal that which is hidden within ourselves. And to be zarechet to hear our names coming out from Hashem's mouth, not only on Purim, but even though it's true that every day of the year is not Purim, but we should be zarechet that Shittaka be Purim every day of our lives, and we should be makabel the yontiv to say simcha v'achavus alive. And the same mother was then lehudim ha'isa erev simcha v'sosin in the yikar kain tialanu the bulashan v'amitas amen v'amen. I saw it. 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 I saw it.